This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I want to welcome you to the Warning Radio program. Also, those that are watching on social media, listening on a Warning Shortwave program or television, welcome. I have with me a good friend, patriot, senior pastor at On Fire Ministries and Kingdom Christian Academy in Spokane, Washington. Matt Shea was an allied attorney with the Alliance Defending Freedom and affiliated attorney with the Pacific Justice Institute. He's a retired 12-year state representative and former House Republican Caucus chair. Uh, welcome back, Matt. Hey, great to be with you again, Dr. Hansen. Uh, blessings to you. Hope you're doing well. Well, thank you so much. Um, we just had midterm elections. That's 2022. And uh, it did not go the way a lot of people were hoping for. Um, I'll tell you what. It just continues to to smell of a rat, continues to smell of corruption, continues to uh, reveal traitors in our own Republican House they're in uh, the U.S. Congress and, and the Senate, especially with Mitch McConnell. I mean, uh, not supporting conservative Republicans and, and putting them into rhino Republicans and, and losing the Senate because of his selfishness. Matt? Yeah, we, <laughs> we have seen the fruits of this. I, I want to I take everybody that's listening today, back to a memorandum in 2017. It was written by a guy named Rich Higgins. It's only a seven-page memorandum um, written uh, by Rich Higgins, who was the strategic planner for the National Security Council. Uh, And he wrote this memorandum to then-president of the United States and the real president of the United States, Donald Trump. Okay. So... His memorandum, I would just strongly urge everybody to read it. Again, it's only seven pages. Now, Rich, Rich Higgins, his, he has kind of a storied background, but arguably, Rich is and was, he, he passed away last year, he was the, the greatest expert on irregular warfare in the entire world. Wow. Well, why he was on the National Security Council. This guy is, is an expert of an expert. Okay? So here's what he said. He told Donald Trump what was coming against him, the the communists, the deep state, and the jihadi networks already in the United States. But he said something very interesting. He said that the the Democrat leadership has been the primary counter-state enabler. In other words, 
the primary enabler of the jihadis, primary enabler of the communists, prim primary enabler of the deep state in the United States of America. Well, that everybody would say, yeah, okay, I got that. That's true. But here's what he said about the Republican leadership. And I want everybody to pay attention to this clearly. Said this, lacking the discernment to recognize their situation, talking of Republican leadership, like McCarthy, McConnell, this leader of the Republican Party nationally, lacking the discernment to recognize their situation. They will work with globalist corporatists and international financial interests and will likewise service the deep state. These establishment Republicans are the hard left's designated defeat mechanism in the destruction of the old regime as well as the American ideal. Wow. And that is exactly what we're seeing today. We expect the Republican establishment to help out the candidates that we support. Candidates in Arizona like Kerry Lake or, or Blake Masters, you know, we, we, we expect them to, and all of a sudden they don't, and we're like, why, why didn't they do that? Because they have been set up all the way along to give up at exactly the right moment, the wrong moment for us, and be defeated, and to subvert and undermine the true defenders of this republic. And so we have a bigger issue on our hands right now. It is the establishment Republicans who have allowed the corruption of the system to the point that it's no longer a good system with corruption embedded on it. Literally, the system is fraud now, or, the, or fraud is the system. It is so ingrained that the system itself, especially regarding our elections in this country, is fraud. And they have set it up to be this way, and the Republican establishment are the ones that have done this. Anytime in a country, and I'm going to just give a, 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 a quick story, and I'll turn it over back to you. Take your time, Matt. Well, I was there for the first Iraqi elections in 2004, 2005 time frame. So we were starting in 2004, but then in 2005... You have the Iraqi elections. I was there for that. I was there for the elections in Bosnia in 2000. And so we were trained, literally trained, to look for fraud in these elections because the stability of the country hinged on whether these elections would be received as legitimate by the people. And one of the things we look at, actually, there are a couple of things. First of all, in-person voting was mandatory. Yes. In fact, I, I, I was part of the logistics set up so that we would move people uh, into the elections so that they, they were, we ensured that they could get to the polls and be in person in their voting and that the, the elections were free and fair. And there wasn't any intimidation. So that was the first thing. The second thing we were trained on was if you saw a vertical bump is what it was called or a vertical spike. In other words, there was a voting trend that would usually be in an arc. If you saw a vertical spike, all of a sudden where all the votes went for one candidate, that was fraud, period. No argument, no excuses. It was fraud. And we were trained to look for these things. So if we saw them, we knew there was fraud. So I come back here to the United States, and in 2020, I see a vertical line 
And I'm like, that's fraud. We were trained on that. We know that's fraud. I don't care what excuses are out there. That is clear evidence of fraud because it never mathematically happens that you have a vertical spike. Now, going back to 1948, this is what Lyndon Baines Johnson did in Texas. All of a sudden, they had a batch of ballots found, and they all went for him. And in addition to that, you had two judges that were bribed. We, we, know, we know this now today. A great article on this uh, recently by Bill Federer that details this. And so when you see these things, you know there's fraud. And so what we're seeing in Arizona is the Democrats keep counting until they win. We, we know that, that just that is fraudulent in the mechanism and people lose faith in the election. There is no reason Texas and Florida can be counted in a night and Arizona, which has far less people in the state, takes a week to count. Just that in and of itself is fraudulent. And I'm talking from the standard of an election happening overseas. We know that that doesn't hold water. So there you go. I'll turn it over back to you. So that's kind of my take on it in how this is happening. You know, it, it's uh, in Arizona. It's been now one solid week, as you mentioned, Tuesday to Tuesday. And they're still counting, Matt. Still counting. They are still right. counting. And you have mathematical impossibilities in the election where you have the state treasurer with 250,000 more votes, Republican votes, than the governor candidate. When, 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 that is never, that's statistically impossible, especially down ballots. Yeah, it, it just reeks of, of fraud. I mean, uh, here, Katie Hobbs refused to step aside as the overseer of the election. Now, can you imagine this? I mean, uh, <laughs> I can't hardly imagine this conflict of interest. And she's allowed to stay on and oversee her own election and make sure she wins. Matt? Yeah, and I want to I want to define the term fraud right now. So you you are talking about things being put in place that intentionally lead to a lack of faith in the electoral process and inconsistencies that by themselves stand alone that now the burden of, of, of evidence shifts. So now we have evidence of fraud. The burden now shifts to those who are running the election to show that there actually is no fraud there, to show how it's possible that 250,000 Republican votes went for the state treasurer but not the state governor candidate. The burden – so these are evidence of election inconsistencies of potential – fraud now the burden shifts and they need to come back and say okay this is what really happened so this evidence of fraud raises the questions that that we have to have answered now again overseas they don't you know in in these you know contentious elections and in places where you need to see stability maintained in a country they don't do electronic voting they do in-person voting because of the potential for fraud. They must show their ID. 
because of the potential for fraud. They must show clear voter rolls because of the potential for fraud. They don't have in-person, where I'm sorry, not in-person, but same-day voter registration because of the potential for fraud. They don't have mail-in balloting because mail-in balloting has been shown to be the biggest opportunity and open door for fraud. So now we have all of these things now. We don't have an audit of the code. They should allow those election systems to be audited, the code be audited for the algorithms. They should allow the logs to be audited to see who accessed them and when and by what MAC and IP addresses. They should allow also the, the original ballots to be sequestered and compared, hand-counted and compared with the actual final results. If you don't do those things, that literally is a system. If you can't audit in that way, that is fraudulent because you, you can't have a meaningful, you can't have a clear, and you cannot have verification of what's happening. So th this is why I'm so strong on this because we had a standard overseas that can't, isn't even being met in the United States of America. How do we explain this other than this is intentional? Well, How do we explain that a judge will say, no, that everything's fine when it really isn't fine? When we literally cannot have a meaningful way to audit the election and compare the results. Well, I totally agree, man. Uh, when I was when I was a young man, you had to go in person and vote. There was none of this mail-in ballots, and that's the state of Washington. But man, has it changed. It has changed. And so... You know, people, you know, people will say, well, well, you need to prove it. Well, I mean, true the vote has shown the evidence. And instead, they got sent to jail. <laughs> I mean, you know, Catherine Engelbrecht and Greg Phillips, they get sent to jail. Where is the justice in that? They have raised legitimate questions. They did it in a legal fashion. They showed systemic and, and by the way, nobody has questioned their evidence. Systemic ballot stuffing. They showed it where it was illegal in that state to even do that or to do it in the way that it looked like and appeared on video to be happening. Well, now, the, again, the burden of proof or the burden of evidence has to shift to those responsible for the elections, the government responsible for the elections and we we have a duty as citizens to question this and so what, what i hear happening is is stalinistic i hear a a soviet style response you can't question the system well wait a minute america is based on the ability to question the system that's the whole point of free speech if i don't have the ability to question the process and i don't have the ability to show hey, a standard overseas shows if we do this this is fraud. This sets up a fraudulent system. If I don't have the ability to show that standard overseas, compare it with what's happening in the United States and say, hey, we have a lot of questions that need to be answered right now. There are clear evidences of fraud. Then how do we even have freedom anymore? Dr. Hansen, how do we have freedom? And as you and I have talked about on the show many times, the first most important thing is Jesus Christ. Yes. Reaching the gospel of the kingdom. And so... The second most important thing is to make sure we're able to do the first most important thing, and that's why we're talking about the elections. Now, I don't want people to take the bait, okay, that 
everything hinges on who is elected. No, everything hinges on who is in office and what they do with that power. Yeah, we've talked. We've talked about where we have to put the right people in the office. That's the right. That's the great commission that we have a responsibility sure. to to be involved with. And uh, if we fail, then the church is going to be persecuted because evil men rule and reign. We have a responsibility. But again, we also noted that uh, even if we put the right people in, unless uh, we we deal with the four sins that bring judgment on a nation, and one is uh, uh, homosexuality, unless we deal with these sins that even the Republican Party are accepting, judgment's going to fall anyway. So we've got to put the right people in, and we've got to have a great awakening, which is a great repentance, Matt. It is a great repentance, and... And with with this, you know, I, I tell people it's not the election that matters as much as the following day, right? What 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 do people do now with the the power, the position that they have been put into? And and that's really the problem. And that's where we started the show with, you know, Mitch McConnell, Kevin McCarthy, and the rest of these guys. The leadership vote that happens that's what's affecting us. You know, Mitch McConnell yeah. did not back. Uh, the person running for senator in Arizona or did not back uh, Alaska and, and other conservatives. He threw the money down into in these rhino Republicans and uh, we lost everything. If Mitch McConnell was truly a, a conservative, we would have control of the Senate and the House. And, and uh, what I, I don't think people are understanding is he is intentionally. Oh, yes. You're right. Sabotaging. I mean, we, Murkowski tossed a seat, right? So he's intentionally sabotaging. They've and, got to get rid of him. They have got to get rid of him. And so this is, you know, w- w- this is why people are frustrated. And don't take the bait. Don't be frustrated. God is still on the throne. And these people, it's not like this surprised God, okay, that this happened. It doesn't surprise God that there is corruption inside processes on a fallen uh you know in a fallen world but we are responsible too for what these people are doing the day after the election totally and mitch is intentionally sabotaging kevin mccarthy is intentionally sabotaging good christian constitutional patriot-minded liberty-minded candidates that's what's happening and now everybody is seeing it in real time but what they don't understand again i think is that not only is this intentional but the deep state counts on it as part of their plan they are the designated defeat mechanism to try to destroy this country and we need to get rid of them oh you're right 100 yeah you're absolutely right matt listen to this now uh harris county republican party filed a lawsuit against the election administrator in Texas on the first day, 23 polling locations, Republican strongholds were without paper or enough paper. Uh, 23 polling locations. Matt, this is something you would think in kindergarten. I mean, you don't have the paper on election day? Well, and and let's, you know, let's talk about too the fact that it you know they test all the voting machines in Arizona the night before, and suddenly they can't scan Republican votes the next day. I mean, in in, in the country 
that has the best technology in the world, it, 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 not, it not just strains credibility, it, it completely eviscerates credibility. So, yeah, these are the kind of things that happened. You know, we, we haven't even got into the voter rolls yet, but just a simple thing. I mean, taking the voter rolls of the state and comparing it with the uh, postal services, mail voter rolls, right? We, you, you know, or mail, I'm sorry, mail uh, database. So people change address. It's logged in with the post office. So why can't we just take one federal database, compare it with all these state databases and find out where the voter rolls don't match? We're not even doing that effectively. And you're telling me that marketers in this country have over 2,000 data points on an individual, probably more than that now, probably 4,000 now, data points on an individual. We know where they live. We know what their phone numbers are. We know what they're, we, we track them in real time on their phones through their app. And you're telling me that we can't clean up the voter rolls in this country and figure out who is actually voting and who's not? It, it, again, it doesn't strain credibility. It eviscerates credibility. And, and the Democrats uh, <laughs> voted in a man who had been dead for years. Right. Or the, or the guy who, who wasn't able to even string sentences together. And by the way, I mean, to put somebody up like that for election I mean, you're really going to do that to, to another human being. And, I mean, you just see this. We have to, as citizens now, and this is the great strength that is still part of our republic, is that things are decentralized locally. We have to be involved locally. We have to insist on these election reforms in our counties. We have to ask and go meet with, build relationship with the county auditor, and and start doing this locally don't think somebody else is going to do it for you it's got to start locally and if your county auditor refuses to do it then be really public about it be really public about them refusing simple measures to audit the election audit the code audit the uh, original ballots with the final count audit the logs in the election machines and also review the duplicated ballots and make sure the voter rolls are cleaned up for that county. Super easy. Why are we doing it? Well, as you said, this is a deliberate act of, of if we want to say treason, a deliberate act to topple the United States, a deliberate act to uh, not put in the right people that can save the republic. This is not just coincidence. This is not just being naive or ignorant. This is deliberate. They're deliberately stealing elections, Matt. And so um, we need to step into our designation as sons and daughters in his kingdom. There is a governmental authority, a governmental mantle, mantle on each one of us as sons and daughters in his kingdom. We need to step into that. We need to speak that. And we need to have churches get off the sidelines and start becoming the active, repentant, spirit-filled body of Christ that God is calling us to be. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Warning Radio program. My special guest has been Senior Pastor Matt Shea. He is in Spokane, Washington, On Fire Ministries and Kingdom Christian Academy. He's also an allied attorney with the Alliance Defending Freedom and Affiliated Attorney the Pacific Justice Institute, a retired 12-year state representative, former House Republican Caucus chair.
That's Matt Shea. Now, ladies and gentlemen, do you agree that America is in crisis and needs another great awakening? If it is to survive, we're attempting to gather groups of Christians who are concerned about the attack on the freedoms and are willing to take a stand against what's happening in our government. We must expose the forces that are attempting to replace our republic under the morality of God defined in the Bible with tyranny, thus communism. The vision and mission of Eagle Saving Nations is to wake up the Christians to the seriousness of the hour and hold revival meetings across the world. We want to fill stadiums, conferences, churches focused on training strategy, exhortation worship, preaching, allowing the glory of God to manifest with people being baptized in the Holy Ghost and others constantly overflowing with the Holy Spirit. Again, get into the stadiums, NFL stadiums, NBA stadiums, civic centers. Go to my website, www.worldministries.org, www.worldministries.org. Subscribe to Eagle Saving Nations. At our lowest level, it's only $50 a year. You say, what can I do? If you aren't concerned with this... I guess just expect our freedoms to fall, persecution to come, because it's going to happen if the church doesn't rise up and take back America. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.